What's going on, man? Welcome back to the channel. I'm Ron, and today we're going over my early season buy low targets. It's September. It's no longer August. We're going to stop doing the draft prep videos and transition into in-season content. So waiver wire videos, start sit videos, trade target videos, all of that and more. That's going to be coming out from now through week 16 of the NFL season. So make sure you go down below and subscribe. We're at 88 subscribers right now as I click the record button on the camera. I would love to hit 100 before week one is over. So by next Sunday, right now today, I'm recording this on Sunday. So in seven days, if we could hit 12 more subscribers, that'd be great. I love this community that we're growing here. And as always, before I waste any more of your time or any more of my time, let's go. First up, we got the boy, Leonard Fournette, a.k.a. Fat Leo, a.k.a. Uncle Lenny, a.k.a. Leonard the Great. Now, on this channel, we're not going to do a preseason victory lap. We're not going to run around and act like we won big on this Leonard Fournette news. Look, I've been touting and drafting Leonard Fournette all offseason, but I will admit that I had to move him back a couple spots from where I had him when he was on the Jaguars and where I have him now that he's on the Buccaneers. What I love about the situation is that early season schedule for the Buccaneers is brutal. And the best part about it is that Ronald Jones is going to be the primary back during those weeks. They're not just going to give Leonard Fournette the, the job. We know that. So Leonard Fournette's going to come in. He's going to be the secondary back behind Ronald Jones. I don't see LaShawn McCoy or Keyshawn Bond as much as a threat. And we're going to see Ronald Jones struggle against these defenses. And then that's when Leonard Fournette comes in and gets that workload. And right before that, that passing of the baton happens, that's when you trade for Leonard Fournette. Now let's zoom out. Let's look at this. Excel sheet that I made, your boy, went on Excel, did a little little spreadsheet, little pro football focus, this and that. What you get is a great comprehensive look of Tampa Bay's first couple of weeks and where that trade window really develops for Leonard Fournette. Now, in weeks one through six, Tampa Bay faces five top defenses in the top 13, with all of them having defensive line rankings inside the top 13, according to pro football focus. This is New Orleans, Denver, LA Chargers, Chicago, and Green Bay, all super tough matchups, especially in the running game. These are teams that have great defensive lines, and they're going to be super hard for Ronald Jones to actually make an impact. The Leonard Fournette owner in your league, whoever that buddy is in your home league or coworker, he's going to start losing hope. Oh, Fournette got cut. He's not this. He's ass. He's slow, fat. He's going to have every excuse in the book to come up with why Leonard Fournette isn't that good. And he's honestly probably going to struggle to give flex weeks in that first one or two weeks. And while Ronald Jones is on the field sucking it up and Leonard Fournette isn't getting the touches, the owner of Leonard Fournette in your league is going to get frustrated with Leonard Fournette and he's going to be willing to trade him. Now you trade him, then Ronald Jones is going to have a tough time in those first couple weeks, get benched, and then now you have Leonard Fournette who's going to be a primary back on the best offense in the league. And those, those back-end games set up really well. In weeks 7 through 16, Tampa Bay only sees two defenses inside the top 15 with plenty of matchups with the Bucks to be able to run the ball through the tackles with the lead or have a shootout against teams like New Orleans, Kansas City, and Atlanta. So I think if Leonard Fournette can win that starting back role around weeks five to seven and you trade it for him around in that range, you're getting a league winner at a discounted price. And that's what we're that's what we're trying to do here. The next player on this list I have is Terry McLaurin. And it pains me to say, as someone who's been drafting him all offseason long, right around the end of the fourth round, beginning of the fifth round, but there's an easy path to him struggling in those first four to five games. He goes up against a 
Avengers Super Team Golden State Warriors level slate of corners for those first five weeks. He goes up against Arius Slay, Patrick Peterson, Denzel Ward, Marlon Humphrey, and Marcus Peters in Baltimore, and then Jalen Ramsey in week five. Let's be real for a second. Terry McLaurin, player, is a stud. But his quarterback is Dwayne Haskins. He's on the Washington football team. And there's an easy path to him struggling in those first five games because those corners aren't going to be shadowing Steven Sims or Antonio Gandon-Golden. I promise you that. There's no way that Terry McLaurin doesn't see the majority of snaps against these corners. And if he struggles against them, given his quarterback play, given his team situation, I will forgive him. But this also opens up a huge buy-low opportunity because we know the talent of Terry McLaurin and we know that against average, around-average competition, he's going to ball out. So those first five weeks, if he struggles, I'm not saying he will, but we're speculating here about who could be buy-low targets. If he struggles in those first one, two, three, four weeks, you got to send in an offer for him because after that, his schedule really softens up. From weeks 6 through 16, McLaurin only faces... One top 10 corner, Richard Sherman, and eight out of the 10 games are against corners ranked outside of Pro Football Focus's top 22. So we know the talent of McLaurin. We know he's going to blaze most of these corners real bad. And the guy who owns McLaurin in your league, if it's not you, he's probably like, oh, McLaurin, he was a waiver wire ad last year. I whiffed on this pick. He's probably not even that good. But we know, you and me, the finished football studs, the finished football beauties, we know that Terry McLaurin is talented. He's a stud receiver. He's up and coming. And it creates a perfect buy low opportunity on Terry McLaurin. And you can get a profit on him because he's going to get sold for probably fringe wide receiver 24 numbers, even though that we know that he's a mid-range wide receiver too. The last player I have on this list is J.K. Dobbins. But you can pretty much make the case that I'm about to make for J.K. Dobbins for any of the rookie running backs. So make sure you keep your eyes out for any of those rookie running backs, Swift, Akers, Dobbins, Taylor, even CEH. If they underperform through those first two, three weeks, you got to send out an offer for him because those are all guys, rookie running backs, they have to get kind of acclimated to the system. And by weeks four, five, six, seven, they can be top 24 running backs with league winning upside. So back to J.K. Dobbins. We know he's a stud. He's a second round pick out of OSU. And his situation is the fucked part. We know he's a stud, but he's now behind Mark Ingram. And he's really only slated for maybe three to six touches in those first one, two, three games. And that owner is going to get frustrated. I can admit, back when I was a fantasy football uh, rookie, I, I didn't really know what I was doing. And I drafted Alvin Kamara and I let him go because the first one, two, three weeks, he didn't do so well. And this is what could happen with J.K. Dobbins. Remember in that backfield with the Saints, you had Alvin Kamara, Adrian Peterson, and then you, know, you had Mark Ingram, Adrian Peterson, then Alvin Kamara. So through those first one, two, three weeks, you're like, oh, there's no way Alvin Kamara will ever get opportunity. But things happen in the NFL and you got to draft talents on those crazy good teams, and that's what we're doing with J.K. Dobbins, but we're not drafting him. If you if you didn't draft him, don't feel like you got to miss out because it's going to be really easy to acquire him in a few weeks. As those weeks go by, the owner, he's going to get frustrated, tired of J.K. Dobbins. He might even drop him, but in the event that he doesn't drop him, you could pretty fucking easily get him as a throw-in in deals. And J.K. Dobbins has legit, legit upside to be a league winner. He feels like Nick Chubb in his rookie season, that 2018 season. And all that has to happen is either J.K. Dobbins has to really impress in an offense that's built for running games. Remember, we have Lamar Jackson freezing linebackers. We have a stud offensive line in, in Baltimore. And if Ingram or Gus Edwards goes down, J.K. Dobbins, he's going to get the workload he needs to be efficient and provide top 24 numbers. 
And if he gets his way into that top back role, we know it's going to be wheels up. We know he could be an RB1 if he was just given that opportunity. So he's a guy you have to stash on your bench that you have to send out offers for if he disappoints in the first few weeks because he will. J.K. Dobbins feels like almost a shoe win to be this year's league winner. So if you didn't draft him, an eighth round price is what he was going for at ADP. That's not super expensive, but it's pretty expensive when you can get guys like Michael Gallup, Jamison Crowder, Deontay Johnson around that range. So if you pass on J.K. Dobbins and you don't feel good about it, don't worry. I'm telling you, you can go to that owner around weeks three, four, five and get him for pretty cheap. If you made it this far in the video, man, I appreciate it. Make sure you go down below and subscribe and hit that like button. We're at 88 subscribers right now. As I said, I would love to hit 100. And I love building this community with you guys. If you're at this point in the video, then that means you're a true subscriber. You're a true member of this community. And you're my homie, bro. Like, I really want my subscribers, everybody that follows me to really be a friend of mine, a homie, one of the boys. And as always, if you have any comments, any questions about your team, start sits, anything like that, you can always comment them down below. I'll respond literally in five to ten minutes. Or you can get me on my Twitter, which is at RonStore underscore. I always answer things on there. And look forward in the future to more content. We're going to have waiver wire videos, trade videos. We'll probably do some NBA, some college football, some college basketball, UFC videos. So look, look forward to all that. I'm really excited for what the content's going to look like in the future in these next few months. I'm going to have a lot of fun with this YouTube shit, man. And as always, I'll see you in the next one. Thirsty, thirsty, trying to choose. I mean, I know I'm critical. My nitty bag, my kitty boots. I got the juice, I got...